Welcome back to the Winnipeg Foundations Because Radio. Robert Zirk here with you today, and I'm now joined via Zoom by Alexis Kinlock with the Winnipeg Arts Council to learn a little bit more about the public art tours that are happening this summer. Alexis, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me. To start things off, give us a little bit of background about the tours, maybe how they came about, how long the Winnipeg Arts Council has been involved with them. Yeah, I, think, I believe this is our sixth summer doing the tours, and they have definitely evolved as the years have gone on. Um, because the public artworks that we create are, are funded by the city of Winnipeg, and these are public artworks you know, they are the people's works. And so we really feel that it's uh, a part of our role at the Winnipeg Arts Council to um, share the works with um, the citizens of Winnipeg and whoever visits as well. Uh, so we really try to um, make the tours for um, the wide audience uh, that might um, join us. And we've had so many people over the years and uh, so they have developed uh, in number for sure, because we really have had an increase uh, in interest over the years of people coming. So we do many tours each summer. And then we also started doing some winter tours as well, where we uh, would get a city transit bus and have people sort of pop on and hop off the bus. Um, because uh, a lot of these artworks, um, for instance, are very uh, interesting in uh, when it's dark out. So they light up or have interactive components in that way. So um, doing something in the wintertime uh, ended up allowing us to, you know, show people that these artworks are open all the time. Many of them are outdoors and um, they can be interacted with at any time in the year. And then um, another uh, thing that evolved over the years with the tours uh, was that we ended up um, a couple of years in beginning to partner with Bike Winnipeg. And they're such a great organization whose interests and mandate are really about um, the people of Winnipeg and, and making spaces accessible and making uh, cycling you know, safe and for everyone. So they will marshal our art rides, which uh, make things just you know, feel very safe and uh, considered. They're always looking at maps and routes for us. And uh, they're very generous in that way. So as the tours have grown in number and become what they are over the years, um, we have really tried to focus on neighborhoods and considering that um, as many neighborhoods as possible are included in the tours so that people can really get to know parts of the city that they're maybe not familiar with or, um, you know, maybe get to know their own neighborhood better and, and learn about, you know, what an artist did in a certain area and why that meant something to that artist. You were mentioning the art rides, which um, are bike tours throughout uh, different areas of the city. And there's been two so far this summer, and there are another two coming up. Can you tell us a little bit more about um, the topics that these tours cover and uh, some of the things that people can see if they uh, if they take part in an art ride? The tour guide uh, who um, is leading things this year, she's been involved for a few years, and she really likes to consider... Um, the stories behind each work, what they mean to the person who created them, what they mean to the neighborhood and what they might mean to the people um, who were on the tour. And uh, so there are some really in-depth um, and um, meaningful topics that she goes through. And uh, so, so she's really um, 
for instance, on the next tour, the next art ride uh, called Our Stories, uh, there is a lot of highlighting of um, Indigenous uh, stories and histories and experiences um, through public art um, in that uh, in that tour. And so that tour goes by um, to the two Louis Riel monuments um, that are uh, public artworks in this city. So, I mean, there is a sort of... <laughs> There is a conversation to be had there between I just said monument and I've also called it public art and and there is a line, you know, and and the meaning of those pieces, there was a real uh, fray around um, the the first one that was created on the legislative grounds, which was eventually, you know, and and the um, Métis community really pushed back against that representation of Louis Riel. And it ended up being sort of taken off of the legislative grounds, put into storage, and now exists on the St. Boniface grounds. And the new um, monument to Louis Riel is still a, a visage of the man himself, but it was tackled in a completely different way and and uh, and brings about real, really different meanings. And so um, by calling this ride our stories, you know, there there's a real interest in telling people's stories sharing the visions that people um, bring forward and and also like um, making space for the public conversation around these these contentious issues. So that is um, the first art ride. And uh, and the final art ride of the year, uh, who knows what will happen with the weather, but it's always a little exciting to do one on these um, fall days. So October 1st, there will be um, a ride along the active transportation pathway on the Southwest Rapid Transit Corridor. Uh, so we uh, commissioned seven artists and artist groups to um, create work as a part of our interaction with that major capital project. And um, so there are there are multiple stops along this really lovely pathway that's just been created there. And so there is a narrative that kind of like follows through um, loosely of the um, the sort of like natural history and the human intervention um, and interaction on uh, on those neighborhoods and over time. So the uh, that art ride will look at each of the artworks that was created for that rapid transit way. Also coming up as well, actually one happening this evening at uh, at 7 p.m. Um, taking place downtown. But there's also a few that are scheduled, um, you know, throughout the the end of August into September and October are the art walks. Um, tell us a little bit about the one that's coming up tonight and uh, the ones that are a, a couple of the ones that are coming up in the future that uh, you're looking forward to. So the art walks really, they're for anyone and everyone. I know it says walk, but... Um, you know, any form of conveyance that people are using is more than welcome and all abilities are welcome. We've got the one tonight uh, is uh, focused on downtown and we really have a lot of artworks in the downtown area, but uh, the few that are being uh, out of the entire collection that are being um, highlighted for this tour is um, the, are the works that are on the Osborne Bridge uh, which is, I, I often wonder if people know that there that is a cohesive public artwork on both sides of the bridge, right? It's on the um, panels at the beginning and end of each side. It's on the little handrails. 
um, those light up words. And then also on the sidewalk, as you walk along, it's a sort of exploded um, neighborhood map of the area. So um, that's always of interest because it's it's one of those pieces that is integrated into infrastructure. So people might not recognize that it was an intentional artwork. Um, and so it can kind of bring about new ways of thinking about the space. Um, you have to kind of see it as a pedestrian to yeah. fully enjoy it. That's such a good point. And we really, yeah, we're always trying to think of how that would work with public art because so many are uh, experienced at such different speeds and by people who are sort of focusing in different ways throughout their day. So yeah, it's such a great thing to think about. This one definitely rewards the pedestrian. Um, and, uh, and and it is, uh, you know, it's a work that's been there for a while now. And uh, it's sort of one anchor spot of the between the downtown region and the other side would be um, the marbles that used to be on Portage Avenue. Um, you know, maybe people who mostly spend their time downtown don't realize that those marbles were moved to um, the, the um, lawn at the Mayfair Community Center at the top of the Donald Bridge. And so the, um, this tour kind of like is bookended by those two bridge sites. And then in between, um, there's uh, the bike racks on Broadway that were artist designed and um, and the artwork heaven between that exists in the boulevard um, in front of Fools and Horses Coffee. If any of our listeners want to take part in the uh, the art walks or the art rides that are coming up, how do they take part? Do they, do they have to register? What is the, the process of, uh, of signing up? So yes, we do require registration because we want to make sure we have an understanding of um, everyone who's involved, um, knowing all of the guidelines and things like that. So, uh, and we need to have the exact number cap. So if people go to winnipegarts.ca, uh, it's on our main page there. You can um, sign up for tours. Uh, you can see all of them listed and, um, you know, choose the ones that you like and sign up. You know, they're all interesting. They're all exciting. And I'll just say that um, uh, I mentioned Sarah, our public art guide. And I'll say for anyone who, you know, maybe doesn't have experience with this kind of thing or isn't totally sure, she's such a great um, person for engaging audience. And uh, I know she has she's done a lot of teaching. So um, if you uh, if you're, you know, interested but unsure um, these are the kind of tours where where truly everyone is welcome, and you might surprise yourself with the kind of discussions you could end up having where um, you when you realized and um, and recognized that um, everyone's interpretation is a part of the meaning of these public artworks. Again, uh, WinnipegArts.ca is where people can go to get the full lineup and to register. Um, and the tours are free for anyone to take part, right? They always have been, yeah. Excellent. We're just about out of time, but is there anything else you'd like to add before we sign off for today? Yeah, I will just say that uh, we really always have exciting things uh, in the works at Winnipeg Arts Council. Um, we do have a new um, uh, public artwork uh, being fabricated right now, and it's a major work that will be installed in the green space near the new Waverly underpass. And uh, so I would say keep an eye out for uh, that works installation in the late summer, early fall. And, uh, and, and check out our website uh, if you're an art lover of any kind who's got our e-billboard and that 
lists all of the arts goings on of every uh, every media. So fantastic! Well, thank you so much, Alexis, again for speaking with me today and uh, sharing all the information about uh, the public art tours that are happening this summer. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Because Radio is produced by the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with 93.7 CJNU-FM. If you'd like to listen to previous episodes or subscribe to our podcast, please visit becauseradio.org.